It's officially official. Andrew Benatendi is a member of the Chicago White Sox. He, along with everybody else, was able to finally talk about it uh, on Wednesday. How long have the White Sox been chasing after his services, and why is he wearing a number 23? Also, Rick Hahn explains why Benatendi is a good fit, and Pedro Grafol is hoping the Chicago White Sox get ready to play October baseball. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. Uh, we're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Socks. Also, subscribe to that YouTube channel of ours. Uh, just search Locked On White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast uh, just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Hey, really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk off-season White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. It's cold, gray, and we haven't seen the sun in, in about a month, uh, but spring training is fast approaching. Pedro Grafol and Rick Hahn remain on the same page as they finally uh, discuss their courtship of the new left fielder. And Andrew Benatendi likes what he sees in the White Sox, but is he just being polite? Welcome back to Lockdown White Sox. Uh, this is the off-season mode of this podcast. If you haven't realized, we have shifted to three episodes a week instead of the traditional five uh, but again, if there is some major news on the White Sox front, a big trade that maybe finally happens, uh, the episode number uh, can always be modified. Uh, we can sneak in an emergency episode. Uh, look for episodes on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday uh, next week. Got a call to action going on right now, and it's going really well. Really appreciate all the new subscribers. Uh, we are trying to get this YouTube channel uh, up to a thousand subscribers. And uh, it's basically because I'm trying to get Lockdown White Sox to be at the top uh, of the AL Central. We are trailing Lockdown Guardians, Twins, and Tigers. And I just will not uh, stand for that. So please uh, help us out. Really do appreciate uh, if you're uh, interested uh, to subscribe and we'll get that number up there as soon as possible. I think we can go way past a thousand, especially. Uh, by the start of spring training. That's a goal. Uh, also, just a quick plug for Mailbag Wednesday's big success uh, in our last episode. Get those questions, comments in. Uh, you can get them uh, in at LockedOnSocks at gmail.com. Uh, uh, or if you're on Twitter quite a bit, uh, just send me a direct message uh, at my personal account or at uh, the Locked On White Sox uh, Twitter page. Again, that email, Locked On. Uh, socks at gmail.com. Uh, it is official. Uh, Andrew Benatendi uh, is a member of the Chicago White Sox. Uh, Benatendi's deal, again, first reported uh, back on December 16th. It's the largest in team history, a five-year, $75 million contract 
Uh, the White Sox have signed a left fielder to play left field. I'll repeat that, folks. The White Sox have done the unthinkable. They have signed a left fielder, a natural left fielder, to play left field. Uh, it seems like a headline from The Onion, but the Sox have not gone the conventional routes as of late when it comes to corner outfielders. Refreshing to have a gold glove caliber defender uh, in left field. Uh, here's what Andrew Benatendi had to say uh, on Wednesday. I'm glad to be here. It's fun to be a part of something where you're desired, you're wanted. Uh, there was constant interest throughout the entire process, uh, Ben Attendee said uh, during the press conference on Wednesday. It's good to be here with a team that wanted me from day one. Uh, during the presser, uh, Ben Attendee talked about his offensive abilities uh, in 2021, I got pretty frustrated just flying out. We joked about it all the time, these long flyouts. Uh, I'm not the biggest guy. It's going to take everything I can to hit a ball out of that stadium. Uh, so going into last year, I was thinking that uh, let's just hit for a higher average and higher on base, and hopefully uh, this works, or else I'm going to be in a world of trouble. I'm just trying to be a complete hitter. Uh, playing in this stadium, of course, talking about guaranteed rate field, uh, a lot of those long fly outs will turn into doubles and home runs without even trying to change anything. Uh, whatever the team needs me to do, whatever kind of player they need me to be, that's what I'll try to be. Uh, when asked about having the largest contract in White Sox history, he elaborated a bit. Uh, the way I approach it is, it doesn't matter what the contract number is. It's about winning games. It's about playing hard. No one really cares if you don't win games. In the end, it's all about winning and being a good teammate. Uh, the first thing that stands out about this team is the pitching staff, Ben Attendee said, uh, the tough arms in the bullpen, the tough starters, and it's just a bonus uh, on the other side, too, the talent at the plate, the at-bats guys have the speed, the power. I'm excited to be a part of it, watching from afar the last two years to be a part of that lineup, this team. I'm excited to get things going. Uh, ben Attendee is uh, 28 years old, uh, has a 279, 351, 431 career slash line with a 169 doubles, 73 home runs, and 384 RBIs in 745 games uh, with the Red Sox, Royals, and New York Yankees. Um, well, look, I, I absolutely love hearing uh, that the White Sox were in on Ben Attendee from day one and that they understood uh, the fact that they needed to drastically upgrade in left field. Uh, I like what Benatendi said about the White Sox roster. Uh, was he just being polite? I, I don't think so. It, it seems like he knows uh, that this team has massive potential. Uh, they just have not put it all together yet and have not stayed healthy. Uh, he's saying, you know, all the right things, of course. Uh, Benatendi will be wearing number 23. Uh, there was a, a Michael Jordan reference. Uh, he said he had done some research and, uh, regarding the White Sox, uh, that was done before choosing this number. Uh, reference Jermaine Dye and uh, Robin Ventura. Thankfully, uh, no mention of Jake Lamb or Edwin Encarnacion. A uh, mastermind 
Uh, Rick Hahn weighs in on the Andrew Benatendi signing. I'm going to tell you why the White Sox approach uh, was so refreshing. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, uh, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there uh, from pro football to college bowl season into basketball. Uh, we've got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, and I'm sure you do, uh, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Uh, we're always the fastest and the easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Uh, BetOnline, where the game starts. So our fearless leader, Rick Hahn, spoke on Wednesday, finally was able to elaborate uh, on this Ben Attendee signing. Uh, Rick Hahn getting an opportunity to go on uh, the record regarding Andrew Ben Attendee. Uh, he provided some obvious uh, statements, no shocker there, and dished out some typical uh, Hahn speak. But he also provided uh, some hope, if you want to believe uh, in Rick Hahn. Uh, this is what Hahn had to say. Uh, speaking of Benatendi, his profile, both offensively and defensively, we thought were great compliments to what we had and what we projected to break the season come opening day. A guy who obviously uh, not just left-handed, but gives you a tough at bat, can grind it out, put up solid uh, on-base numbers towards the top of the lineup, as well as improve ourselves from an outfield defense standpoint. Uh, he really fits in a lot of different ways that we were looking to improve ourselves on. Boy, I'm really glad Hans said that because, uh, yes, left field was something you needed to improve on. I actually joked with him when we did a Zoom call as part of the getting to know you process back in November uh, that I've waited over, I believe, seven and a half years to officially welcome him to the organization given how highly we regarded him when he was at the University of Arkansas. We made no secret of our affection for him back in the draft, and things just didn't line up for us to make him a White Sox back coming out of that draft, Han said. He was a player who was quick to the big leagues and fairly quickly showed why uh, not just us, uh, but the Red Sox and I'm sure many other teams coveted him. We're always going to look to get better, Rick Hahn said. It is a cliche, but I suppose a cliche for a reason. You're never satisfied with where your roster is. We're going to continue to look. Uh, the 2022 Nick Murawski would laugh at that last statement because I don't believe Rick Hahn a majority of the time, especially when he talks about constantly striving to make the roster better. But it's a new year, and although I still don't believe Rick Hahn, I'm going to take a positive approach and assuming uh, he's doing everything in his power to get a legitimate veteran second baseman on this White Sox team. Pedro Grafol was all too familiar with Andrew Benatendi. I'm going to tell you how Grafol and Hahn uh, put their heads together at the beginning of the offseason. More on that in a moment. So everybody was able to start weighing in on this Andrew Benatendi uh, signing. Again, uh, we've known about this signing, uh, again, since middle of December. 
Uh, and of course, the White Sox couldn't comment uh, officially. I, I think there was something going on with Ben Attendee was uh, maybe on vacation. It was the holidays, of course, and the the official contract and everything couldn't happen until uh, his family got uh, back together. Uh, whatever it may be, it finally went down on Wednesday. It's also kind of weird. You know, I think back to some of the big deals that went down uh, late 90s, early 2000s. I'll never forget the Billy Koch deal that went down. And of course, there was no social media. You didn't know when these big signings were happening or if there were rumors, unless you were really plugged in. You knew somebody uh, that was, you know, with the White Sox organization. Of course, you were a beat writer uh, with some uh, newspaper or a journal or publication. And I, it was you were, you were watching the, uh, an ESPN, that bottom line, that scrolling bottom line, uh, to see, you know, during the off season, uh, what big deals were made. And sure enough, there it was White Sox acquire Billy Koch. Couldn't believe it. You know, started calling everybody. Uh, I knew every Sox fan in my life. That's how you found out uh, information. It was kind of like in real time, no one had a leg up. Uh, and here, you know, we all kind of knew and it was all blown up uh, mid-December, but now we're sitting here early January and it really becomes official. And everybody can start talking about how this thing uh, started to come together early on. You know, Ben Attendee said day one of free agency, the White Sox were already contacting me and he appreciated that. Uh, and, and I like hearing that. So, of course, new manager Pedro Grafol, uh, he has an opportunity uh, to weigh in. Uh, Grafol, of course, had experience with, uh, you know, Andrew Benatendi from his short stint uh, with the Kansas City Royals. And, you know, I wondered several weeks ago on an episode here on Lockdown uh, White Sox, if Pedro Grafol, you know, had a wish list, uh, perhaps of certain players that he'd like the White Sox uh, to go after. It sure seemed like Tony Larusa, uh, you know, had had a had a bit of a wish list. We knew that he favored uh, relief pitchers, bullpen arms, a closer. Sox went after uh, the most coveted uh, closer in Liam Hendricks, and of course, some of the other deals that were made: uh, Kendall Graveman, and then that huge trade deadline acquisition of Jake Diekman might have been all Larusa there, uh, you know. It, Maybe Pedro Grafol also, you know, had this list when they started having these conversations uh, with the Sox Brain Trust. And it sounds like, you know, Grafol and Sox Brass were in communication pretty early uh, in regarding Andrew Benatendi. Uh, this is what uh, Grafol had to say. It wasn't until the second interview with Kenny Williams and Rick Hahn that one of them mentioned, hey, what are your thoughts on Andrew Benatendi? And I'm like, okay, you mentioned it, not me. So now let me talk about him. Uh, very interesting. I, I love hearing this stuff. Again, finally, we can kind of hear uh, the backstory, so to speak, uh, since this signing has become official. Uh, Grafol went on uh, talking about Ben Attendee. He's a versatile player as far as where we uh, hit him in the lineup. He's done everything in the game. He hits for average. He is hit for power. He runs the base as well. He fits really well with what we're trying to do here. And again, you got to think uh, it's not necessarily the White Sox way or or I'm hoping this isn't what, you know, Kenny Williams or Rick Hahn said to Pedro Grafol of, of this is how I want you to model the team. I, I'm sure, of course, there was input 
and they spoke their mind. But the the plan, the hope is that Pedro Grafol is molding this team off of his vision, you know, complete with the coaching staff aside from Daryl Boston. Uh, but having these uh, these trusted people, you know, surrounding him, echoing, you know, and repeating the mission, the philosophy. So you've got the people around you. Now let's get the players. And and I was hoping that the budget. Uh, would allow that. Now, if you look at the contract uh, numbers specifically, it does look like, you know, the Sox have some money here still left at the beginning of this five-year contract. I, I think it's backloaded, so to speak. So does that open up an opportunity uh, for the White Sox to make a move if it presents itself? We hope so, right? If you're starting to read between the lines. Uh, Grafol talked more on Ben Attendee. He's He fits perfect, Grafol said on Wednesday. He fits perfect on this ball club. He fits perfect in this park. He's exactly what we were looking for this offseason. I found those statements to be uh, very refreshing. And it kind of felt like that, right? Uh, why not, Andrew Benatendi? Yeah, okay, he might not be the most you know polished name out there, but left-handed bat, you know, a natural left fielder. Again, the bar was pretty low for this White Sox team. Uh, All Star has got the uh, the Gold Glove and has got the experience with Pedro Grafol and uh, with Rodriguez and Tosar. Uh, ben Attendee comes here to play left field. He's done it his whole career, and he's obviously very good at it, Grafol said. I've spoken to Aloy Jimenez. I've told him to continue to work in the outfield, to work some in right field as well, and in true professional manner, Aloy is like whatever is best for this ball club and whatever helps us win. Okay. Mm. Had, had some problems with this part of the press conference. I was hoping we were done with the Aloy Jimenez uh, in the outfield conversation, but I'm a realist. I, I, I get the fact that you're not going to ask uh, Aloy Jimenez at his age to just be you know, a forever DH, even though we want that. You can mix him a little bit in the outfield if you're giving somebody a break, but I, I just, I don't even like, that they're publicizing that we don't want to hear that Aloy Jimenez in the outfield now in right field. I, you know, he's going to have to look at a whole different side of the outfield. I, I, I want to con concentrate on Aloy Jimenez being healthy as a DH hitting 40 plus home runs, maybe 90 to hundred RBIs. Uh, he is the man. Okay. This is he, he talking about Andrew Vaughn, the year of Andrew Vaughn, which it absolutely is. But you think about someone that could spread their wings when being healthy. There's so many players, but Aloy Jimenez, you know, please. I, I was I had some problems when they started talking about uh, him going uh, out to right field. So I they, they don't make it easy to watch these press conferences, by the way. Uh, it wasn't even televised on NBC Sports Chicago. You know, I watched it online and snippets, whatever they were willing to give us, these little breadcrumbs, so to speak. Uh, but, hey, it was exciting to hear. Pedro Grafol talk about this Chicago White Sox team, uh, not just competing, uh, but in it to play October baseball. And I think that has to be the mindset, right? Uh, if you're just looking to improve on an 81 and 81 uh, record, then that's all you're going to do. Uh, but if Grafol sets the tone, sends the message immediately in Glendale 
these players buy in, which, boy, I hope they do, uh, then I think this Chicago White Sox team will be in good shape. Again, it's 2023, and I'm trying this optimistic thing out. It's weird, uh, but I'm leaning in. Uh, speaking of Glendale, Arizona, spring training tickets are now on sale. Uh, nothing warms the cold, uh, bitter, frozen Midwest heart like thinking about pitchers and catchers reporting in February. Uh, I secured my tickets. I will be there uh, early March, uh, and now I just need to get over to Grandstand for my Andrew Vaughn uh, jersey. Uh, folks, thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere. Uh, you find your podcast. We are on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore uh, GGTV. And don't forget, call to action. Let's get those numbers up on YouTube. Really appreciate all the folks that have subscribed. Uh, love the comments, trying to do a better job uh, at getting back and replying to those comments. Really value uh, that you have made this, uh, you know, you've, you've put your time and energy uh, into this podcast. Either you're consuming it, you know, wherever you find them, uh, audio, but also watching it on YouTube. I do appreciate that. So let's continue to get those subscribers up and, and get any uh, mailbag Wednesday questions you have in at LockedOnSocks at gmail.com. Uh, Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, uh, Lockdown MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, coming up on the next episode, continue to go over some off-season scenarios for the Chicago White Sox team. Could we eventually see this trade manifest? Still looking uh, for that veteran, legitimate uh, second baseman. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morawski. Until next time, go Sox.